Welcome to worship from the Wellington Team Churches for Sunday the 19th of July. Although separated in our homes, we come together to worship. Wherever we are, we are in the presence of God. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. As we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Like last Sunday, today's Gospel reading will take us out into the countryside. And so our opening hymn is, The rain of God, like farmer's field, bears weeds along with wheat. and faith. Lord, in your love, you invite us to be your friends. Kyrie, Kyrie, eleison. Kyrie, Kyrie, joy you appoint us to bear fruit that will last. Christe, Christe, eleison. Christe, Christe, eleison. Lord, in your power you send us out into the harvest that is plentiful. 
Jesus went out to sow. He leaves the house, walks down to the beach, steps into a boat and turns to address the large crowd. He has lots to say about the good news of God's kingdom. He doesn't tell the crowd what to think or what to believe. He tells parables, stories that simply invite us to listen, to imagine and to work it out for ourselves. And he continues with this parable. I'm reading Matthew chapter 13, beginning at verse 24. He put another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven, he said, is like this. Once upon a time, a man sowed good seed in his field. While the workers were asleep, his enemy came and sowed seeds in among the wheat went away. When the crop came up and produced corn, then the weeds appeared as well. So the farmer's servants came to him. Master, they said, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? This is the work of an enemy, he replied. So the servant said to him, do you want us to go out and pull them up? No, he replied. If you do that, you'll probably pull up the wheat as well while you're collecting the weeds. Let them both grow together until the harvest. Then, when it's time for harvest, I will give the reapers this instruction. First gather the weeds and tie them up in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Many of the people listening to Jesus beside the lake worked on the land. They knew the hard graft of sowing, weeding, reaping and threshing. They recognised instantly the scene Jesus was describing, a field of wheat and a particular weed. Lolium temeliolentum is the proper title of this weed. It's variously known as bearded darnel, false wheat and tares. At first, as the wheat and darnel grow, they're difficult to tell apart. It's not until the seed head has filled out that the difference is obvious. By then, it's too late. The darnel has to be laboriously separated from the wheat because actually it's slightly poisonous. Jesus says this is what the kingdom of heaven is like, a mix of good seed and poisonous weed. His father's kingdom is not a place of perfection, it is living with messiness. Hearing the parable, we might expect the farmer to be angry when he discovers that his enemy has secretly sown Donald and thus 
sabotage the crop. Or we might expect him immediately to take action, send his workers out into the field to move the weed. But instead, he is patient. He waits. He knows that eventually, at harvest time, the wheat and tares will be sorted. The wrong that has been done by his enemy will be sorted out. The kingdom of heaven is not something we look forward to in the future. It is present with us and in us now. And in a way that's hard to understand, it includes all that is life-giving and all that is life-denying. That which is good will eventually be separated from that which is bad, but for the moment they are intertwined in the world and in our individual lives. So human experience is a mix of joy and sorrow, love and pain, security and injustice. If we only heard this parable, we might draw the wrong conclusion that God doesn't really care about the present. That doesn't, God doesn't care, for instance, about the 265 million people who the United Nations say may starve this year due to the pandemic. Or about the million, millions in this country who may lose their job. Or about the elderly and those who are especially vulnerable if they become ill with COVID-19. We might hear this parable, draw the wrong conclusion, and so be fatalistic and passive in the face of so much misery. But the man telling the parable is Jesus. He came to be with us, to show us that the very character of God is love. Jesus gives up everything in love for us, and he commands us to love one another. So we aren't passive in the face of misery, we act and we show loving kindness. This week, how will you choose to work for all that is life-giving? Let us pray. Creator God, you give us the dignity of working in your fields. Be with all who produce and supply our food. Creator God, you give us our daily bread. Inspire us to care for the most vulnerable of our brothers and sisters in this world. Creator God, you know that life is wheat and tares. Deal tenderly with all for whom life is full of struggle. Creator God, you made us in your image. May we discern you in all that we see and serve you in all that we do. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. In the final hymn, the chorus describes Jesus' shout on the cross as his cry of love. It reminds us that God holds everything, wheat and tares. He is with us in all experiences, good and bad. You're the author of creation. of his grace. God the Holy Spirit equip and strengthen you in your ministry and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you today and forevermore. Amen. And so friends be alive with the life of Christ within you.